Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and today we have a special episode, the one that I've had in the back of my head for a while, and I wasn't really sure how to go bow about recording it. So, But just a heads up, if you have little ears listening, there's going to be a little bit of cursing just to get my point across. So just shut off the little ears, maybe put in your headphones, because this episode is titled Nobody Gives a Shit. (laughs) And I say that in the best way. So just go with it here. But this is something, this is a saying that I tell myself all the time, because as I've learned and grown and changed genres and experimented and tried things on social media, I've just realized that nobody actually gives a shit about the little things that I think people care about, like my hair being messed up, or if I paint something a little out of the norm, or if I make a bad video or all the things. I bet if you follow me on Instagram and watch my stories or wherever, you've been following me for a while, you probably can't name a time where, oh man, her hair was really messed up that day or she was, she was not herself today or that painting is a little off. That's not what she usually does. I bet you've never thought that because I've never thought that of other artists, right? And this subject is more and more in the forefront of my mind here recently as I've taken the year to step back a little bit. I'm not spending the summer hustling and doing murals and working 12 hours a day to make the most money I can, which is very different from anything I've ever done in the past. Typically, I am a hustler and I'm doing the things and rake it in the cash with murals because you can. And this is the first year that I haven't done that. And with not working as much has come the habit of not posting on social media as much. And in the past, I've promoted, you know, post once a day or at least five days a week to grow your social media. And I still believe that, especially in the beginning when you're trying out new things and seeing, finding your style and getting better with editing. Totally, totally believe that. But right now, I just want to give you an example of... I posted to social media today, but as I'm looking at my Instagram, it was six days ago when I posted last, so the previous time. So there was five whole days in between my posts, and part of that was I was busy, and I just didn't have time for it, and I'm also just not creating as much as I have been in the past, so I don't have as much content to post, and at first it was a little weird. (laughs) Even going on vacations, I wouldn't post for a week or two. We went to Africa, and I just said, screw it. I'm just not going to post. I don't feel like it. I want to get those creative juices a chance to build back up, and I don't want to do social media this week, and I barely did stories either. And guess what? Nobody was knocking on my door and saying, hey, uh, can you show us more videos of your vacation? (laughs) Or, hey, are you working? You should probably be working, right? No. And nobody noticed. Nobody noticed at all. And we were just talking about this on a virtual meetup call that we have in the Artist Academy. So every other Monday we get on video and we chat with the artists in the group and we ask, they ask questions and we talk about inspiration for the upcoming week. And I had a student come on that says, Hey, I'm, I'm going through 
a tough time right now in my life, not to get into it. I really don't want to, but I just haven't posted to social media for a couple of weeks. Like, what do I do now? I feel like, I feel like, so I haven't posted for a while. Do I just start posting again or do I explain why I haven't been posting? Like, what would you do? Or do I explain my, my circumstance, you know, my very personal thing, the why I've been taking a break? What would you do? And so I answered him and this is the advice that I gave that I really believe is true is if if you're not posting on social media, nobody notices, nobody cares, really. I think it takes posting consistent, regular, good content to make people care. And just to go on the opposite of this nobody gives a shit episode today, at the end of the podcast, I'm going to be explaining you know, ways for people to you get your followers to actually give a shit about your art. But for now, we're just going to stay in the mindset of more mental freedom. And you don't owe your followers an explanation of why you're not posting. And actually, I think of it as when I do see artists who maybe they've taken a week or two off from posting uh, videos, photos, whatever, and then they come back, I never notice when they're gone. Even my own students, I never notice when they're gone. And people don't notice when I'm gone either. And then when they come back, when people say, hey guys, haven't posted all week, haven't posted for two weeks, or I had COVID or whatnot. Like I, I'm like, that's unnecessary to me in my mind because I didn't notice you were gone. You're here now, which is great, but you don't owe it to me to give me an excuse of why you wanted to take a break. And with today's hustle culture, it's almost sad that people feel the need to give that explanation of why they took time off work. And it's, I wouldn't even say it's hustle culture. I think it's just our nine to five jobs. We should be showing up every day working. And when we take a couple weeks off, it almost feels like you're being lazy, right? (laughs) But that's just life. And my student asked, you know, again, what should I explain? And I say, no, if you have something going on in your life where you need to take a break Unless you want empathy for it or sympathy and you want people to send you messages inspiring you or helping you or if, you know, if you're going through a hard time and you need that social connection and you want feedback from it, unless you're in that boat, I would not post about it because whichever way you want to go about it, I personally do not like people in my business to know the things going on in my personal life, which they're right now very few bad, but I would not be the one to post, hey, I had a family member die. That's why I'm taking time off of lot. Because then I know that my inbox would be flooded with people saying, I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And that's not what I want at all. I do not like the sympathy thing. But if you do, that's how some people cope is by getting out there and communicating and talking to people. So if you do, go for it. But if you just want to take a break, just to take a break, to take a vacation, you don't owe your followers anything. Another topic that I have talked about with artists in the academy and then that I've gone through myself was we get used to painting a certain style of things. Like say we're a wildlife painter. like, And I or right now, actually, I'm more into doing surrealist stuff or and or doing commissions for other people. And so when I do stuff on canvas, people are expecting clouds or pink and all that fun stuff. And this past winter, I decided, hey, I maybe want to do a giant wave painting. And I was a little held back in my own mind thinking, 
oh, that's the wildlife stuff that I used to do when I was painting for Bass Pro Shops back in the day. Like, are people going to think that I'm stepping back into that and not doing clouds anymore? Because I also wanted to do a really foggy tree scene as well because I've seen other artists do it and I think it's so great. It's been on my Pinterest board forever and I've always wanted to try that. So this past winter, I, really this past year, I've taken a little step back from doing commissions to just do whatever I want. And in my mind, I was thinking what are people going to say when I'm not putting cute animals in weird places in my paintings and making it surrealist? Are they even going to like my old boring wildlife stuff anymore? And it's like, heck with it. I'm just going to do it. And I did it and nobody said anything <laughs> other than my husband. He was like, are you going to add something to that? I'm like, no, maybe, maybe later. I don't know. <laughs> but nobody cares. Nobody, you know, I think we put ourselves in these boxes and without realizing that painting murals or painting on canvas is a box in itself. It is a niche. Being a painter is a niche. <laughs> and we don't necessarily need to niche down all that much in order to be taken seriously, in order to get jobs. Actually, on the contrary, I was on Thumbtack. If you are not on Thumbtack and you are a muralist or an up-and-coming muralist, you're not on Thumbtack to get jobs, go download that app, thumbtack.com, or it's Thumbtack app. I'm not sure. Anyway, it's basically like a listing site, kind of like Etsy, kind of like social media, but you pay to get leads and then you get jobs from it. Anyway, I had a lot of dead, dead ends with it. And then recently I had a lead to where they only reached out to me, which is rare because on Thumbtack, they can reach out to several different people and you kind of give them your bid and you don't you know, get it. And it's really annoying. But every once in a while, it pays off and it pays off big when it does. Because recently I almost thought about turning off my thumbtack completely because I'm getting ready to do maternity leave and I'm already booked up for the season. And right before I did, I got a message from somebody who only contacted me, which again, which is rare. So I called her and I mentioned, why you want to work with me on this? And she said it's because she saw a variety of murals on my gallery. She saw that I painted an underwater scene and then she saw that I did clouds and trees on this one. And then I did uh, kids' nursery rooms. And, and she's like, we don't know what we want. So we know where we feel comfortable that you're going to be able to do whatever we decide on because we're thinking nature, but we're really not sure. Like we, we might want to add in a little bit of this and I was a little taken back because there's this talk in the art world that you need to niche down, you need to do a, use a certain color palette. And if you want to do that, that's great. But I'm just here to say it is not necessary and it could actually work in your benefit to display a variety of different things that you can paint. And that helps the customer know that you are versatile and you can do all the things because that's exactly what just happened to me. And now I have a big job and funny how the universe works because I was been saying out loud, I'm going to take maternity leave from November to March. And she said that the walls would be ready for me in March because they are building things until then. And so we're going to talk about design until then. And I'm not painting until March. And I'm like, how absolutely perfect to know that as soon as I get off my maternity leave, I have a job ready. And that's actually great for my mental state, just knowing that through maternity leave, I'm not going to have to hustle and I'm not going to have to keep posting because 
I don't think that anybody expects me to, but it's hard for me to get out of that habit being a hustler for so many years and posting a lot to think about not being on social media for a month or two months or four. Like I have planned to possibly take a maternity leave for four months. Woo! And, but it just, it's good to know that I have jobs waiting for me because I was versatile. And while we're on this subject, another top question that I get from other artists is they're wondering if what they're posting on their social media is confusing their viewer because they post a little bit about family life and then they post murals and then they post that they've been trying this new thing and then they post this over here, they do logos. And they're wondering if they should have this hobby of painting versus this other hobby, say they like to write as well and they, they're a blogger and then they, they incorporate them both, but they're, they're not ready to give up blogging to do painting full time. They're like, should I start a brand new account, an art account for new people and use my old blogger account or nature account, outdoors account, you know, have those separate. And my advice is always 100% no, have it all on one. Because I don't know about you, but I do not want to manage two Instagrams. That sounds terrible. Or two Facebooks or two TikToks. No, absolutely not. It's hard enough to think of a, a social media post to do every day on one. So, and if you think about it. Okay, this, here's my point. You know, we all, we follow celebrities or workout people or whoever you like to follow, or maybe other artists, look at what they're doing. Yes, they post art, but it's also, they also have other interests, like a celebrity. They're an actress or an actor, but they, I follow people who also have skincare lines and, or are advocates of such and such nonprofit. And plus they post a little bit of their family too. Having that human aspect behind your art, I think helps your business. It become, helps you become more relatable and it helps you put content out there. Nobody's expecting you to work, 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 work. And that'd be the only thing that you have in your life. And those followers who are following you now for your blogger content or your wildlife outdoorsy stuff, they're going to keep following you and they're going to watch you evolve. Because in the beginning, if you haven't been around here for very long, I'm just going to take you way back about 10 years ago. I ran a promotional modeling company here in Springfield, Missouri, where we were the girls beside the cars telling people about the products. And I started posting stuff about that. We did calendar modeling and we did all the stuff. And then I got into art a little bit. I would post art here and there. And then I would get into travel. So I would go traveling. I did, went backpacking in Europe for five weeks. And I went to Thailand and I posted a lot of travel content because that's just what I was doing. And I did some art here and there. And then as I started to get more and more art jobs, I started posting more and more of that and then murals and logos. And now I'll post travel every once in a while, but really nobody actually cares that much about my travel content as much as they do about art. I actually posted something about travel the other day and somebody was like, okay, but like, can I ask, how are you painting your nursery? <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> but, and they, they watch you evolve. And I've had followers on Facebook. They'll come up to me at places. If they, Maybe they see me out painting street art here locally. They're like, hey, I've been following you since your promo days. And I just want to say, it's been a really cool journey to watch that. So when you're thinking about switching accounts or having two different accounts, why? You, you're missing out on that 
opportunity for someone to have known you through the years and watched you grow. Plus, let's be honest, like we're asking this basically the same people to follow our outdoors account as our, our art account. And it's just, it's, it's a lot of crossover and it's unnecessary. <laughs> My point, nobody gives a shit if you have hobbies along with your art. I've been recently posting plaster sculpture stuff that has no paint in it. And that's not what people are used to seeing, but they like it. It's art. So as long as it's art and it's something that interests you, I think it's totally fine. Nobody gives a shit. Don't overthink it. And I think it goes the same with showing up on your stories. I don't put a ton of emphasis in showing up on Instagram stories or stories on whatever platform you're using. Posts are the most important thing. Actually, videos are the most important thing, reels. And then adding a little bit of story here and there to show people your day-to-day and have them get to know you a little bit better. I always say your fans watch your content on online, but your mega fans watch your stories. The people who actually really like you watch your stories. And so you're giving them extra content. But it goes the same thing with showing off on your story. When I first started showing up and putting that camera in my hand, two feet away from my face, pointing it at myself and talking, I would do the same clip maybe two or three times before I would actually post it. Something like, something simple. Good morning. This is what I'm doing today. This is what I'm going to be doing this is blah 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 and I'm like no 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 my hair was way messed up I need to (laughs) re-record that or I sounded so stupid or no no I need better light maybe I should wear makeup today and I just overthought it so all the time (laughs) and what I've now by from doing it so many times now I'll show up and very very rarely am I re-recording something and even if I drop something in when I'm recording a story I'll just keep it in because I think it's funny and I think it's funny when other people do that and it makes it more relatable but nobody gives a shit how perfect you think your video needs to be. They're just there for the information. They want to see the cool thing you're painting today. They don't want to hear you babble on about something, which I am really bad about. I'll spend a whole minute just talking about Artist Academy or, oh, I did this thing today. Like, no, it should be short. <laughs> it should be just short to the point, entertaining and there doesn't need to be a big production. So if you're struggling showing up on video, just know in your head, nobody actually gives a shit. (laughs) So let's turn this and we're thinking of this in a positive way, right? We're not overthinking it. It's we're just going to show up and have fun with it, promote our things. And let's, so let's talk about how to make people give a shit about what we're saying. So first tip is to show up with a smile on your face. I have some friends who sometimes will show up on Instagram stories and I'm like, that is not the face. When you're talking to me, that is not how you talk. Smile. Just act like you're talking to a friend. Act like you're talking to yourself, which I do way more than I should because you're in a studio all day. What else are you going to do? I talk to my little guinea chicks over here that I'm raising to be because it's what farm life. And but act like nobody's around. And I have gotten so comfortable with this, almost too comfortable. I even act like nobody is going to listen to this podcast. 
when I know that hundreds of people are, oh, that's weird to think about, but I just don't think about it. I'm like, do people actually give a shit about what I'm saying? Yeah, I know, maybe. I don't know. You just, I just show up and say what's on my mind. So in your stories, show up and maybe give advice or show people what you're doing that day. It doesn't have to be a big production. You don't have to have a fully edited thing going on and you don't even need filters. I actually hate filters and nobody cares. Don't overfilter yourself don't re-record it just show up and tell people what you're doing and try to be comfortable with a smile sometimes when I'm in a bad mood I will actually force myself to smile and it actually helps for a second it doesn't solve all my problems but it actually helps me feel better for a second if I just force myself to smile and then I don't know the psychology behind it but forcing yourself to smile it just try it right now Try it just a little bit. Even if you're painting and you're staring at a wall or a canvas, just force yourself to smile and it feels ridiculous, but it actually helps. I promise. <laughs> Aside from smiling and showing up on video, 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 reels are the big thing right now. If you haven't you know, had a, a reel that's taken off yet, you will just practice. I was going through, oh gosh, let me open up my phone and go to my video editor. So I use InShot to edit my videos in shot. Oh wow, that's way more than I thought. So I opened up my InShot app and I went to drafts. Guess how many drafts of video I have in here. So videos that I've edited or and posted or either that I've edited and maybe used for something else. 847 drafts in my InShot app on my phone for making videos. Wow, that is a lot. <laughs> so I'm just going to say I've created a lot of video. I've probably had that video editor, oh gosh, for maybe four years now. So that amount in four years. So I'm just saying it needs, you need practice. You need practice in order to get people to give a shit, to get your videos to a point where they're actually decent. And recently, this is what's been working for me recently. I will just set my phone up and so I have the iPhone 12 Max, so I've invested in a good phone, and I have it on the highest possible video setting that I can have it on. I think it's like 6K or I, I don't know what it is. Actually, let, let me look it up. Let me go in here to go to create a video. Oh, yeah, so it says 6K. <laughs> it says 4K and then 60, I think that's 60 some frames per second, something like that. And so it's 4K and 60. And so I set it on the highest quality possible. I just set my phone up and on my tripod and I go to, and I aim it towards a canvas. And either what's been working is I'll go to the canvas and I will just hold it and turn around and show you what is on that canvas in like seven seconds. So it's just, you see the back of the canvas, I turn it around and I show you what it is, like a reveal. That has been working, so no editing required at all. And when I post it to Instagram, it's, for some reason, it's just, it's really high quality when I don't edit it at all and I just put it on there. Or I've been using this app called CapCut, C-A-P-C-U-T. It's right next to my InShot app on my phone. And so I'll take a video of me just painting, 
a canvas or a mural or whatnot. So the same thing, set the phone up on the tripod, point it towards me painting something, and I'll take a video of me just doing some brush strokes for about seven, eight seconds, something like that. And then I'll put it into CapCut. And what you can do in there is you can do a really fancy zoom. So you can start off to where it's zoomed about 50%. And it, so it's, you see a really small area and you just see me painting. And then the app will have a just flawless zoom out to where in seven seconds you'll be able to see the whole thing and I upload that to reels and that's the stuff that's been working very little editing so there's no changing position every two seconds and you know showing from start to finish there's no there's no time lapse there's nothing you're just you have basically the finished painting that you pretend to work on I just pretend to work on it when I'm doing the zoom thing and that's it. You add a trending song to it and there's there's your post. Another way, one last way, and I know this this is so it seems so simple, right? But repetition is one of the biggest ways to get people to give a shit. And gosh, it's crazy because when I go to do a sale or you know just like sell prints or do a promotion or a giveaway or something, I know in my head the first time I post that, a few people are going to see it and a few people are going to acknowledge it and be like, okay, great. Or the busy person, like I'm, you're busy, I'm busy, we're all busy, we're scrolling. They might come by it and say, oh, she's doing a giveaway. That's cool. And then they might like you, they might want to support you, but they'll think that's cool. And then they'll just keep scrolling. But I know that the second time I post that the next day or on my story or somewhere else within 24 hours or however long, if I'm really wanting to promote it, I'm going to promote something every single day for a week. And I know the second time I post that where you're going to get more people who see it or maybe didn't see it the previous day or that person that was like, oh, they acknowledged it. They're going to say, oh, I, I'm going to like that. That's cool that she's, she's she's really doing this. And then maybe the third time that they see it. So I make a whole nother post. So say the first time I did a reel and then the, the second time I did just a photo and then the third time I did a, another reel, they're going to say, oh, okay, this is really serious. Maybe I should help her out because she's putting in all this effort. That's how my mind works. When I see some of my students posting uh, their sale, say they're having a birthday sale because that's what I do every year. I do some kind of promotion around my birthday. If I see it once, I'll be like, good for you. I'm so glad you're doing that. See it twice. Maybe they'll showcase a painting that I've never seen before or one that I like. I'll be like, oh, that's a good one. Maybe I'll buy that. And then I get distracted. I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they post it again. And I'll say, okay, I'm going to actually buy something because their post is stating that, you know, we're in the final 24 hours, the sale is not happening anymore. And they show me a piece of art that I really like. like. Okay, this is my chance to get it and support them and get it for cheaper than I would normally get it. I will go and buy something. This actually happened recently. My good friend, Samantha Cox, here recently, she just started her Print of the Month Club. And I remember seeing it for the first time when she posted it. And I was like, oh, that's such a good idea. She did a birthday promotion. I'm like, oh, good. I'm so glad she's doing that. And then I was on vacation. And so I was busy with vacation things, got distracted, saw it again. Oh, she's really doing it. I hope she's getting a lot of people signed up. I'm going to sign up for that uh, when I'm around my computer. That's what's going to happen. And then I forgot because you you have, have, I had good intentions and then I just forget. And then she posted it one more time 
on like July 4th. It's like, okay, this is the last day for my promotion. Anybody who wants the $3 a month price, then you got to sign up. I was like, okay, I've got to do it. So I went, signed up. She sent me a print and I'm happy, happily on her print of the month club. So it just, that's exactly how it happens. So repetition is how you get somebody to give a shit about, about your stuff. And now is the time as we're going into the fourth quarter. We're here. We are doing the fourth quarter success plan inside of the Artist Academy because around the holidays is the best time for you to not only just make more print sales and make just more money as an artist, but also set yourself up for the next year and have projects coming in that you're rolling into January and February, which are the slow months typically of an artist's career. For me, it slows down a little bit in the winter and picks up heavily in the spring and the summer. And through the fourth quarter success plan, this is how we, you know, besides repeatedly selling to people and showing up on video, you know, I want to teach you how to you know, make your video quality a bit better and send emails that directly speak to your customer without saying, you need to buy right now, like nudging them, not just shaking them into buying from you. You know, there's, there's a way to sell and still make it fun and not sleazy. <laughs> and there's so much into it, but Right now, we're prepping to go through the fourth quarter success plan within the academy. And come September, we're going to have our fourth quarter prep. And then October, November, and then part of December, we're going to be selling and making the most money that we can with the followers that we've accumulated throughout the year. And just to know how to sell to them, because there's certain things that you can say in an email that's saying, hey, this is my product. I think you can buy from me rather than you need to buy now. You're going to lose out on like those infomercials. <laughs> it's the fourth quarter successfully and I give you scripts for exactly how to send out an email newsletter, exactly how to send out what sequence and when, when you're doing a print sale, how much to do, how I'm, cause when I'm doing something like this, I'm posting on LinkedIn, I'm doing my stories, I'm doing this. And I give you exact numbers of exactly where I'm spreading the word and exactly where my sales are coming from. And if you haven't tapped into doing emails yet, and you want to sell physical products like prints, highly recommend looking into setting up your email system, connecting it to your website and getting the ball rolling there. I show you exactly how to do all of that in the fourth quarter success plan within the Artist Academy Advanced. And a quick shout out to everybody going through our Series 6 Challenge right now, which is part of our prep for the fourth quarter. Series 6 Challenge, you can go back about two episodes from here and hear about how we're creating six paintings in six weeks to also prep for the fourth quarter. And you can join us if you would like to, but shout out to everybody doing that. I know we're our, we're all busy, right? And then we're only going to get busier. So the more prep that we can do before the holidays hits, the better. The, the more setting up everything, we have a program inside of the Artist Academy called Print Perfect, where I show you all the different print options and how to turn your artwork into recurring revenue, all the things. So if you need a little bit of help with your marketing this holiday season and knowing how to actually get people to give a shit about your art business, 
hit me up artistacademy.co and I would love to help you. So I hope this episode has helped give you a little bit of perspective. This is literally what I think. I'm like, should I try plaster wall sculpture? I don't know. Should I do this? I think nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares what I'm doing if I take time off. Really, it doesn't matter. So do you do your thing. And when you're ready to really hustle and take your art business seriously and have people give a shit about it, hit me up. <laughs> and I would love to help you through the holidays. Let's make some money and get ourselves set up for 2023. Oh my gosh. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Hope you have a great week. I will chat with you next week.